Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, joined by myself, Alyssa Smith, as your co-host. Sam, hello to you. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. Always get our like, pre-intro dancing just gets me. Cohen, our man here on the uh, our panel, the, up. Uh, panel up, he's just... His dance moves are out doing all of us, so we need to sharpen our game up. <laughs> I know, right? I'm picking up a few dance moves from him Disco too. Disco fever on a Thursday, ladies. <laughs> on a Friday, you've got the day wrong as oh, well. On a Friday, on a Friday. Jeez. He's what so slow. You got so too excited by, Disco by the Disco fever intro. too hard. Yes. Well, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. We have a big half an hour racing to get through. We've got a special guest as well, Sam. Yeah, we do. Um, we're going to have a chat to apprentice jockey Isabella Reb jones today. She had a really successful weekend just been, so you know, young talent on the rise. So looking forward to talking to her. Yeah, absolutely. And she's ridden a horse that you've ridden before. Um, I want to pick a brain about that one. Yeah, sharing. Yes. Sharing's caring. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, I want to speak to you because the last time we uh, spoke was on Friday. You've had a pretty busy weekend. A couple of days off though as well. Yeah, no, it was good. So um, last week was sort of pretty hectic. Road Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. Monday was a very quiet day for me. I did as little right. as possible. Um, Tuesday I had a bit of track work and then headed up to the sunny coast to ride a few horses at the trolls there, a couple of nice ones there. We had uh, Wednesday at Eagle Farm, fantastic. I couldn't get a winner there, but the horses all ran well. I sort of picked a couple of rides up late in the day, which was fantastic. So, and then obviously Ipswich yesterday, quiet day today, which is, I think there's Rockhampton races, so I'm not heading there obviously. And then we're at Doombin tomorrow and then back at the sunny coast on Sunday. Yeah, you're busy tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah, eight I know. I've got eight rides. Holy moly. Yeah. I'll make sure I get a very early night's sleep tonight. Hey, you just mentioned <laughs> about picking up rides late. How does that how, how does that work? When you're there at the track, you know what you're riding. You're mentally set and prepared for them. Yeah. But then once you get a couple of other rides, do you just switch into that professional mode, which I'm, I'm sure you deal with all the time? Yeah. Or is it kind of a race that you have to reset your whole mind frame to work with different horses? Oh, well, I guess because nine times, well, I would say not nine times, but maybe... 50% of the time I'm riding horses at the races I've never sat on before. Mm. So in the instance for Wednesday, um, I was in race two. That was my first ride. Um, I had the stewards call me up to pick up a ride because the jockey wasn't making weight for a horse in the first, which um, I've, the perks of living 10 minutes down the road from Eagle Farm meant I was right. got in the car and, and <laughs> was able to ride it because obviously I could ride the weight comfortably and the, and the trainer um, was happy to put me on. Unfortunately, the horse had only ran fair, but I mean, I still get paid for that, which is fantastic. And the other pickup ride I had was a horse that was like fifth emergency. So obviously due to the scratchings earlier, I knew I'd had that ride before I was going to the races. So I was able to, to do some pre-form about the horse while I was, you know, well-schooled into what I was, well, the horse I was riding and um, mm. where it was drawn and things like that. Yeah, beauty, beauty. Yeah. Hey, when you started out, we've spoken about your career and your journey with your family in racing, your mum and your dad, uh, and living in New Zealand and then becoming an apprentice jockey yourself. But one apprentice jockey as well who you have, as we mentioned, shared a horse with before, Isabella Rab-Jones. Tell us a little bit about Isabella. So obviously I've known Bella since I've been here. She's based up at Toowoomba. Um, she's just starting to really, you know, hit the ground running here, you know, riding some town winners and things like that. And racing is a fickle sport because it's all about opportunity. So you might be getting opportunities on horses that maybe aren't capable, but she's been getting opportunities on horses. I wouldn't say that 
sit and steer jobs and she's getting the job done really well. And I think, she, you know, she works hard. Um, she's always coming up to me for advice, which I find very flattering. That's very nice. <laughs> I try and give these w- pearls of wisdom but <laughs> in my old age. But <laughs> You're so not old. <laughs> yeah, she's... You know, she's a, a lovely girl and a hard worker, so it's and she's a pleasure to you know have in the jock room. Well let's speak to her now. Bella, good morning to you. Good morning. Lovely to have you join us here on this Friday morning. I hope we're uh we're not holding you up from anything too interesting. No, no, nothing interesting happening in this household. <laughs> <laughs> hey Bella, Sam's just given us a rundown of your career. Just tell us how did you get into racing? Um, so obviously I grew up in a little town over the border in New South Wales and my grandparents used to sponsor the local races and one day they took me along on Melbourne Cup Day and, you know, against rules um, of being underage, I had a little bet with my $2. <laughs> um, and that happened to be on the first year that Mackay Diva won the Melbourne Cup and cool. I was hook, line and sink at that moment. Um, and I still remember the conversation going into her third year and, I said to my grandfather, now she's going to win again. He goes, it's impossible. No horse has ever done it before. And all she did and oh. been all over Red Rover from there. So did you ever, you obviously, did you ride ponies and things like that growing up? Because I think that's a fairly standard upbringing for most of us. Like myself included, you know, rode ponies and horses growing up as a kid. So you weren't sort of going into it cold turkey. I know there are some people, I think we talked to, was it Ange Jones or someone mm, yes. um, not that long ago, and they hadn't really ridden a horse until they decided to be a jockey, which, yeah. which no, is quite the strange. the family wasn't involved or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, no, I was really lucky. I, I reckon I rode a horse before I could actually walk. Um, <laughs> my mum rode horses. We've obviously had farm horses, and um, I did a lot of pony club, show riding, so, yeah, well, my whole family are very horse people, never involved in the racing until um, my sister actually had an ex-boyfriend that was um, part of the Payne family, young Sam Payne. And, you know, he's like a, a brother to me and he took me under his wing and um, helped me a lot early days in riding track work. And, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. You know, I thought I was pretty cool knowing one of the Payne family. Flex. Um, <laughs> you know, He's been very supportive of my career still, so that's how it all worked out. He took me to the track and off we went. So you started off riding across the border, is that right? You started your apprenticeship across there and then made the move. You're obviously now based in Toowoomba. Yeah, so I started back in 2015 Mm. and um, obviously with trial rides, it's very hard to get going in New South Wales, especially in Northern Rivers because they only have the one trial after a race meeting. So I made the move to Brisbane and then, um, yeah, I sort of just, I wasn't ready for this career at that stage. I was still pretty immature and I moved to Melbourne for a year and did a stint down there as just a track rider. Um, and then, yeah, come back and got involved. I've had some other jobs in between and then I was actually apprenticed to Chris Munts and, and that was great, but it was during COVID and I wasn't a provincial metropolitan licensed rider. So it really limited where I could go during those zones. So I came to Toowoomba and it's, um, it's been the best move by far. You know, I've had a, a bit of a bumpy road even up here, but I'm on the straight now and um, I'm very grateful for the stable I'm a part of now, which is obviously Matt Crot Racing. I read, Bella, that you idolise Glenn Boss as a jockey. I do. I'm his biggest fan, borderline stalker. <laughs> <laughs> fan girl. Um, Racing Queensland held a thing where they invited him up and I took my book down and I... I basically sat there just 
googly eyes at him and you know I think he got a little bit annoyed with me by the end of the day and um you know I was like the annoying person that just keeps poking you on Facebook to him (laughs) I love it but you know that's what he's there for you know he he puts himself out as one of those people we can talk to and I think it's great to have someone you can idolize and um as I said Maccabi Diva was the reason I'm here and he was part of that well that was my next question why Glenn Boss yeah. I think it's important we all have someone to mentor. I mean, I was really fortunate growing up. I had like mum and dad, so mm. it was easy for me. Like someone asked like, you know, who are your, your greatest idols? And to be fair though, I think anyone who's involved in racing, who's prepared to get up and do the hours that we do, um, you know, full credit to them. Like, oh, I'd like anyone who wants to work hard. So Bella, you're obviously apprenticed to Matt Crop and, um, I've written a lot for Matt. Absolutely adore him. I think he's a legend of a, a man to work for. Um, what makes him, for you, like a good boss? So Matt didn't take me on to sort of have an apprentice as the whole have an apprentice sort of thing. Um, he just knew that mentally I, I struggle um, and he's really good with that side of me and He's also very good, don't get me wrong, at helping me ride a race and knowing where I went wrong and, and educating me in that respect. But his biggest thing is obviously Matt and his wife, Kate, and their son, Will, their family. Um, they care more about my happiness and that is what I need because I struggle really hard, as you <laughs> found out yesterday, Sam, um, with my mental side of things and, and overcoming that. And, you know, anything I need he's there for me you know if I write a winner he's the first person to message me to say congratulations or call me and you know if I'm having a bad day he's the first person to call me and work out what we can do and how we can overcome that barrier for me and that I find is really important in an employer especially in this job okay a bit different in other industries but this industry alone like you need that I think it's something that lacks from a few masters you know as I said it's I'm not just an apprentice to be an apprentice and that's what makes him special. And he looks after me like I don't remember a time. I don't think there's ever been a time even when I was an apprentice to him where he hasn't put me on nearly every horse he's got going. So that's almost I'm, I'm so mm. great for, for them and that stable. Well, I think you've absolutely hit the nail on the head because um, having an apprenticeship myself, but obviously I've been fortunate with family in racing. So you've got that sense of family, but when it, the chips are down and it's a tough industry, as we know, like you say, we had a chat the other day about the mental side of things and, and how, you know, you try and deal with that and some people deal with it better than others. And it's just, it's actually a, an unforeseen struggle in a lot of people, not just jockeys, probably it's trainers and people like that alone. But, you know, Matt and his uh, wife and the family that you've got there, I want to touch on them and obviously the winner you had for them the other day, um, Tears of Love. It was obviously your first city winner in, in town and it was absolutely fantastic because we were having a chat like before the race because he was about my first city winner on a Saturday and things like that. And so we've got like a little shared bond with him and you were saying, oh, you know, he's got to run well today or he might be retired soon because he's had that little bit of time off with an injury. Um, He's had a few runs mm. as prep, but you went out and you rated the race to absolute perfection. I was very proud of you and you got the job done and the elation in your face was just second to none. Yeah, look, um, obviously there's a bit of a story there and, um, gosh, to be honest, I'm already getting emotional thinking about it, but 
he's, um, he's a lot of my life, that horse. And, um, you know, I think he's been very special to a few apprentices. You know, Maddie Wishart, Leah Kilner, yourself, myself, have, have all won on him in town now. And um, he's just... He puts his heart and soul into his races, not so much track work. He's got a harder size than Peter. He really brings it race day. And I, I've, that it was just meant to be that day. Um, my first Saturday winner, my first town winner for Croppy. And um, yeah, it was just, I'm so glad I got to have a winner like that on a horse that meant so much to me because I, I don't think realistically with the backstory to him, there'll ever be a winner that means that much to me um you know I cried after I won the Warwick Cup on him and that's a country meeting so I was bound to be a mess after winning on him at Eagle Farm that's wholesome that's what we do it for though like that kind of stuff you can't put into words like yes riding you get the thrills from riding for people not only you like you're riding your first Saturday winner um in town on this horse that's been specialty for your boss and and the way you won the race that you never put the race in doubt you took control of it and it was just wholesome, some wholesome stuff, and I absolutely love that. Yeah, no, it was um, it was a memory I won't forget. That's for sure. Did you manage to celebrate Saturday night? Tell me you <laughs> did, please. Uh, I actually didn't. I headed back to Toowoomba, and I had a really big night at Toowoomba, and um, I, I got a phone call after races to go to the bar, but I was so wrecked, and it still hadn't quite hit me yet, and there was all a little bit overwhelming so I actually came home and just spent the night with my partner and enjoyed just sort of that but we did celebrate on Sunday I um I got taken out to lunch at a winery so beautiful it worked out all right. <laughs> very very nice and this weekend as well we can see it Doombin on Saturday yes yes I got a really nice ride for uh the Michael Nolan camp on Saturday um I won on her last start she's in great mm. form um, so she's drawn a really nice gate and I think she'll bring her A game again. Sam will be there too. What am I riding in that race? Oh, I don't even have a look. I'm not sure. I've got, it must, be, hopefully it's not the only race I haven't got a ride in on Saturday. So we'll have to go toe to toe again. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> going up against each other? Can you imagine? It happens all the time. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Like I say, and Michael's also been a, a good supporter of yours too. So I actually had one of my first couple of rides for him last weekend and horse went absolutely super. So what are your rides looking like? You've obviously got the one ride at uh, Doombin. And what about your rides at Toowoomba? Yeah, look, I've got some nice rides at Toowoomba. Um, obviously pending with times, I've I've got a nice ride for Pat Webb. So, you know, he's raced in town and um, I've jumped him out and he goes quite well. Um, so that's Office Gym. And then... Tomboy Spirit, last start winner. She should race well again. Um, one for Gearin. And I got a really nice horse for Paul uh, Nolan Jr. And he had his first jump out the other day. And he shows a lot of promise. So I'm hoping to see him run a good race. And I think he's got a nice future in it. You know what? I'm just checking the form. And you're in race five at Doombin. Sam, that's the only race you aren't in. So there you go. You're in race one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, and nine. There so you there you go. You won't be coming up against each other. I'll be cheering Bella <laughs> yeah, on from, There from you the go, Bella. Room. There's there's no competition between you two t- tomorrow. Oh. So <laughs> that's worked out very well, hasn't it? Hey, Bella, yeah. thanks so much for joining us on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collar. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you.
<laughs> How good is that? Or best of luck to Bella tomorrow because she isn't coming up against you. Yeah, <laughs> so, just sit there and, and be supportive. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. On the sideline, you can give her a big cheer. Yeah. All right, well, stick with us because after the break, we'll have the latest in Queensland racing news. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I bring you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, we've heard about your weekend, how busy it's going to be, but what else are you looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, so I thought it's worth making mention. We've got a um, couple of Queensland jocks heading south for the weekend, and Nikita Berryman's actually heading down to ride uh, the Damien Batters trained party for two in the Blue Diamond Prelude in Melbourne. Um, looking forward to seeing them go around. Nikita's obviously not too long been back in the saddle. Very successful jockey um, prior to having a young daughter, Ella, who's absolutely gorgeous. So looking forward to watching them, and I hope you know she runs well. Also, um, I think Ryan Maloney's heading down mm. to Sydney um, to partner a few of Tony Gollins and Annabelle Neesham's horses around. So a little bit of extra... Stuff to look out for this weekend and yeah. support now Queensland family. Maloney on Golan's horses. Wow. Unstoppable, aren't That's they, right correct. now? Absolutely. Uh, thanks for that, Sam. Well, racing later on today as well is at Rockhampton. And then on Saturday, we've got Doombin, where we'll be able to see yourself. Yes. And we'll also see Bella, who we spoke to a little bit earlier on, the apprentice jockey. And racing continues at Aquas Park on the Gold Coast. Also a night meet at Toowoomba as well. You're a quite a fan of those, a bit different. Yeah, they're a little bit different. I haven't headed out to those lately because sometimes obviously with a busy day in town, it means uh, heading up to Toowoomba would mean I'd have to sort of maybe not ride in the last few yeah. races to, to make the first few races. So it's a little bit of a juggling act, but full credit to those jocks that head up there because it's a definitely a long day for them. Mm. Saturday, you know, they're riding either at the Gold Coast or in town and then heading up for a night meet. I think my uh, significant other Luke's heading out there, so shout out to him. Hopefully he rides some winners at Toowoomba on yes. Saturday night for the team. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'll be cheering both of you on. And then racing uh, continues at Townsville as well and in the country, Miles and Nanango as well. So Bella made her racing debut at Nanango back in 2015 yeah. when she was talking about her de- debut. Crazy. Yeah. So I'm somewhere I haven't ridden yet, I might have to put it on my list. Yeah, it's a, it's a lovely little town. And then Sunday, Sunshine Coast Sam, one where you are normally at. Yes, yes, yep. I'll be there with all the bells and whistles on. Beautiful. <laughs> all right, well, it's been great to have your company. Uh, and uh, just putting your diaries as well, March 20 and 21, it is the Gold Coast yearling sale it's going to be packed the catalogue is out plenty of horses to choose from 385 that's good bring your checkbooks people well they're out of out of date now no checkbooks yes no checkbooks electronic devices on your watch (laughs) and the rest of it we're far out apple pay (laughs) yes yes exactly exactly sam thank you very much best of luck this weekend thank you and thank you to everyone for your company as well queensland is racing the action continues this week across the sunshine state You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Happy racing.